You are now tuned in to the new Old Heads Podcast brought to you by BringingDownTheBand.com. No bad ideas, Coleman Dental and Printfinity. I am Major 7th. I make beats and I have the t-shirts to prove it. And to my left, as always, is the one and only Longevity. Hello. Hello. What's going on, sir? It's going. Good. To my left, uh, making beats on his legs, uh, my homie, DJ J. Diff. Salutations. What's going on, brother? I'm just chilling in the cut. You yeah. Know. Okay. You yeah. all right? I'm great. Good. Cool. How's business? It's business. Bowman. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Okay. It's good. So what's up? Can it, I go it, over there now? It, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Very well played. Uh, and to my right, as always, the incomparable DJ Spools. Hello, Michael. How are you, sir? Doing all right, man. How are you? Doing pretty good. It's a crisp Notre Dame hat that you have on Thank here, you, sir. sir. Thanks, man. I know you rep hard, so. Go Irish. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I believe this is episode numero 44. You see my Spanglish. 44. So, I'm trying to think. It's the Obama episode. Daryl Strawberry? I like that. I like the Obama episode. Daryl Strawberry. When he 44? I like I like the Obama yeah, episode. Not sure. You got anything? He was wrong? a troubled athlete. He was a troubled athlete. You know, Daryl Strawberry was cold. What he, he was, liked, all, he liked to party, man. He was also out there in the streets. He liked to party a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Obama. Yeah, I like that. That's fine. No, that's fine. Is not good enough. Obama. That's fine. Oof. <laughs> we go Oof. through this every week, so I guess it'll be Obama. This is the Barry episode. That's fine. Barry. Barryo. Yeah, it could Obama. be Daryl Straw, Barry, and Barry Rock, Obama. Nah, the Barry Barry, the Barry Barry. So I guess Anyhow. this will be the Obama episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Episode forty-four. We are the new old heads. Um, yeah. So let's let's go ahead and get jump. Let's jump right into. Obviously, this has been uh, this has been on the news a lot. The uh, hurricane. That hit Houston, the Houston area. I had a couple friends. I actually have a couple ex-coworkers that I used to work with in Chicago that live in Houston, uh, as well as one of my cousins. He lives down in Texas. Uh, I hit him up. He said he's okay. He was a little bit outside of that area. Uh, it's just devastating when you take a look at the actual photos. Like, I guess the photo that I saw the most, uh, Lone had a, um, a live feed of the actual hurricane itself that was on Facebook, but... Uh, the photo of the airport is what really. I don't think that's for real. You don't think that's real? Is that fake? Am I doing fake news? I, know, I don't some, know. Some of those pictures weren't true. Like they showed okay. uh, Joe Osteen's church being flooded, which was fake news. It was. It really was not flooded. It was not flooded. Okay. At all. Okay. Maybe it's actually open f- to the public now for people to come in. They had. There were. There were a lot of instances where. That's good. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. yeah. There. Are, there are a lot of instances where. Uh, you see like CNN reporters or whomever with families that are walking out of their home. Yeah. And you can see the waters. It, it almost gives you that. The aerial view, there's a picture that gives you a Katrina feel. Like there's Definitely. water everywhere. Like it, yeah. it's eerily, it's, it's sim- very similar to Katrina. Like when you look at the the wide the wide angle, right? Like there's nothing but water everywhere. Mm-hmm. Makes you It gives you the feel of the levee breaking. Um, so when I saw a lot of those families walking out of their homes, um, and talking about some of the stuff that they lost and they're, they're going to have to rebuild and everything. It's just sad when you think about that much devastation just by nature. And just think about the difference. So um, I'm not sure of the casualty total right. on this particular um, hurricane. Last heard it was like five or so. Well, so I far. I think I saw eight. Eight? Okay. okay. As far so, as people who have actually lost their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now this is, uh, Houston, Texas isn't, like a bowl, like like a New Orleans is. So imagine if it's that flooded in a state or city where it's flat, even plain, it's not below sea level. Imagine the effect that it had on New Orleans, which is below sea level. Wow. You know, so. Yeah. I didn't even think about it like that. That's mm-hmm. a that's a very good observation. Yeah. Man, a lot of people crazy. are displaced. Um there uh is just i mean natural disasters nothing you can re- you can't really be prepared for that do any of you guys have 
uh, any friends, uh, ex, well, not ex, but like former, former, um, people that you knew at college, uh, any family members, anything in that area? Any My dad guys? lives there. Oh, he does. Okay. Yeah. How, how was his situation? I don't know. Okay. No, I'm well. kidding. He's, he's, he's all right. <laughs> I mean, you know. No, yeah, know. he's he's all right. Uh, I saw a post from my aunt. I haven't talked to him, but uh, my aunt posted that she he called her. So. And everything was cool? Yeah. That's what's up. Spools, you know anybody down that way? or No, not really? uh, my buddy Andy's uh, folks live in Galveston. Okay. So, but I think they're they're fine. So. Good. Good. That, like, I was actually, so this is kind of wild. I was, it was not anything like the size of Harvey or Katrina, but I was actually in a hurricane once. Really? Yeah. In Florida in like 2005, maybe. maybe what was that like? like? What's that experience like? It was, we didn't do anything really. I mean, it was maybe 80, 90, potentially up to maybe 100 mile an hour winds. Mm-hmm. So it was like a very lower grade hurricane, hurricane gene. Um, we just hung out, man. Really? It was a Sunday. <laughs> um, we went to my uncle's place to watch the bears until the power went out because we knew inevitably the power was going to go out. Right. And when it did, we just hung out and played cards and drank beer. Ooh, light candles. So for like, yeah, for six hours, the wind blows one way and it just rains really hard and the wind blows really hard for six hours one way. Right. And then like the eye came over and it was super calm. You walk outside. And then as the backside came through or whatever, the wind, for six hours, it was raining and the wind was blowing the other direction. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. It was wild. That's crazy. And then it just drizzled for the next 12 hours after that. Mm-hmm. It seemed 8 to 12 hours. Yeah, all those clouds catching up. Yeah. We were st- we were still able to fly out the next day. So obviously oh, really? it wasn't You guys that... are lucky, man. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was weird. Definitely drove around with my cousins like after, just around some neighborhoods close to where they lived and like saw massive trees uprooted. And... Mm-hmm. But... Um, Interesting. So now I feel for the folks in in Houston, man, and um, it seems like people are trying to help, you know, or are helping out. So, um, took Joel a while. Man, <laughs> that's a uh, that's an interesting. Yeah, that <laughs> that's that's the the old. I think that isn't that where where the Rockets used to play. The Summit is what is what it used to be called, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Some professional team used to play some sport there. Yeah. Mm. Houston. The Rockets used to play there. The Rockets. Yeah. Did, okay. Yeah. Um, so that place has to hold lots of anywhere people. between fifteen and twenty five thousand. I believe people, I believe maybe. the capacity was anywhere but it was around higher sixteens to seventeen. Gotcha. Thousand, yeah. So but, hey. <laughs> what did you, what was your did you guys look to but did you look into it or in terms of the actual reaction or lack thereof, because what I saw was he pretty much was like, hey, we, my wife and I, we're praying for Houston, all of our friends that are in the Houston area. Uh, but the church pretty much won't be accessible due to flood damage. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense if you really technically can't get into the building. To Terry's point we talked about earlier, there's there's always going to be photos that could be Photoshopped and stuff that goes around. But to me, I'm thinking, like, if it is accessible, um, you just got to open it up. It's like the Superdome in New Orleans. It's like they mm-hmm. say they say the situation was pretty bad in there in terms of obviously the plumbing, plumbing not working and stuff like that, but it still got people out of that situation. Uh, they say Osteen posted later that they were going to open up the church uh, once all the homeless shelters. Well, Twitter stuff. made them have to say that. Oh, okay. Because, so I mean, they, to, right? they was on his head. They, they, I know everybody was getting at him. I, I did see that. But – did he not say that it was after all the shelters were full, then we would open it up? Well, at first it was being said that it had it would have flooded. Like it was posted on his site. The church everything. itself. Right. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then later after, like some people actually went to the church. To physically see. It was like physically walking around with cameras like, yeah, there's no water in there. It's dry. Right. One guy even went down into the uh, parking garage, which goes under the ground. No water. No water. But it's funny because, you know, some people, and this is the thing about certain individuals in religion, they follow the preacher rather than following the word. So they're going off of, 
well, he said that it's flooded, so it has to be flooded. Like people are showing you it's not flooded. What it, what don't you understand? Well, I'm showing these pictures here. Well, dude is walking around the church. Well, that's the other side of the church. It okay. <laughs> really? Right. It's like it's the other side of the it just it just shows 17,000 person. <laughs> yeah. It, it right. it's just funny how people show their true colors and you know you should if if you're religious, you're not supposed to follow the man that's teaching you the word. You're supposed to follow the word itself. But they put the preacher and everybody up on this high pedestal like and as you see from this example he pretty much just lied to you and twitter just went in on him made made them have to open the doors in order to get these people evacuated and somewhere safe what i didn't agree with was um the notion that the homeless and like i said if this is wrong i, I stand corrected but the whole homeless shelters having to be full first before um, then we, I guess we can finally open the church doors up. It's like, nah, if you have seven, uh, on a reading that holds almost them to 17,000 people that is accessible. You open that. It shouldn't matter if it shouldn't matter what's not. full. Exactly. You Especially open that. if it's supposed to be the house of the Lord. You open that. It's supposed to be open. What's the argument? Maybe they don't have the resources in the sense of uh no, he probably just didn't want a whole bunch of people in there. I'm not talking about from them. I mean what what yeah, I mean obviously, but I mean what what's the argument as the po- you know, why why would you why would all the homeless shelters have to be full first? That's right. my yeah. that's my point. That you doesn't know, make sense to me. I mean, or does it? I mean, I don't I guess that's my question. No. You, know, it, you have staff that work at it, you know, maybe they get food there or something. Maybe they won't have food at the other place or something. Even, uh, even, I mean, even if know. that's the case, you could still bring people there. And then with the place being accessible, gradually bring that type of stuff into it as well. Yeah. Cause right. the goal is to get people out of that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we can work on bringing the people in and the staff, et cetera, especially if it still has power or whatever, even if it doesn't. I mean, because it can hold so many people. Exactly. That's the whole point. That's we the can, whole point. We can get all of these people in here um, together. Right. And then we can kind of go from there. They have shelter. They're not out in the element. That's it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because so. if you think about it, if you, if you reflect and go back to Katrina, like the Superdome saved a lot of people's lives just for the simple fact that they got them out of their neighborhoods and they had actual shelter. Now, like I said earlier, the living circumstances and the health in terms of, you know, a lot of the stuff that was going on there, that's one thing. But being in that water and just staying there versus being in the Superdome trying to figure out what's going on, you got to think that aided hundreds, like thousands of people. No, I, I don't disagree with that. I, I just, if we have a whole bunch of homeless shelters and that's what they're, I guess that's not even really what they're for anyways. Oh, I see. In terms of what their yeah. argument was. I yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I guess I can understand where they're yeah. trying to come from. Right. I, I, I don't, in my opinion, I don't it's see a private it. private establishment <laughs> of the Lord. Hmm. Private. I, I don't see it. Like, I don't, I don't see, I can't, I can't, I can't justify that argument. Like, can't to see me, it. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> <laughs> Spools, you got anything? No, man. It's, uh, I just hope things get back to normal for folks. As soon as possible. Pretty much. Down in man. Houston, man. Yeah, yeah, shout sure. out to everybody I know in Houston that, from what I've seen on Facebook, they're all safe. But um, it's just unfortunate that a lot of people are losing a lot of things as far as, like, their homes and belongings. And a lot of people are going to have to start all over. Yeah, and, and the thing about it is we are, I guess, somewhat, in terms of hurricanes versus tornadoes or whatever, when you're in the Midwest or the area that we, we've all grown up in, it's kind of like we see, you might see a tornado come by or something like that, but that's a whole different level of devastation. When you talk about being that close to water, that magnitude, like that's, I, I can't imagine, I can't relate. Like what Spool said when he was in Florida was new to me. I don't even know how to picture that because I've never been involved in that. Like water taking over yeah. all the beach. Yeah. Like there's no, yeah. That's crazy to me. So water destroys. Clearly. And gives life. I see. We see what you did there. That was pretty good. It's unfortunate, but so how much longer is this? Is it 
I mean, obviously, I just we just watched the live feed of it. Right. So, see, probably by the time this airs, I, I assume that all that would be over with. Yeah, like it. it hopefully, it is so that way they can start. Fa- obviously, phase two, which is just you know trying to figure out where they go from here. Like Terry said, if people damn near have to start. Can you imagine having to start all over? You know, I'm being uprooted from your whatever your current situation is. So, I guess they'd have to start that phase two, which is like. All right, so what do we do now? Is there relief that's going to come in? You know, mm-hmm. we all know the story about the relief in New Orleans. Yeah, I don't. Is New Orleans even all the way put back together from that? I went to New Orleans uh, to the Ninth Ward. I did a bike tour, uh-huh. so I got a chance to see what they call the uh, Brad Pitt Brad Pitt homes, the ones that he mm-hmm. put the bread up to uh, put up, and I took a bike tour. There are still, there were still, and this was probably about four years ago, mm-hmm. three or four years ago. So there are still, there are new homes that they built in that area that are, they're upright. Everything is lifted up. Like even on stilts. Yeah. Like even yeah. before you go into the crib, you have to walk up the stairs mm-hmm. to get everything's five, six feet off the ground, seven, eight feet off the ground. But there are still homes that you could drive. Like you can go through the bike tour. You can still see um, homes that were there. Like they have, Spray paint, yeah, spray paint on them with the X and the number of bodies that was in yeah. there. Like it was crazy to see that because those houses, some of those houses are still <laughs> up. You can still see some of the houses that are damaged. And how long? How long ago was Katrina? That was in oh, 06. It's been two, at least ten years. Right, it's definitely at least ten years. So yeah. you think to to Lone's point, when you think about devastation, like that had happened that long ago, and there were still. You could still see homes and houses that still had actual markings on them and that it's were crazy, not man. changed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's so, people that live here now because they were displaced from Katrina. Mm-hmm. And oh, they word? just decided to stay here. I mean, there, people left New Orleans and, like, created lives other places. Right. Because right. they didn't have a choice, really, because where they were from, it was completely destroyed. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's heavy. That's heavy. He's so, actually a local business owner, I think. Um, the guy that owns Papa Roo. Oh, okay. On the east side, I think the reason why he's here is because of Katrina. Wow. And he kind of just, you know, started, started life, business. started over here. Yeah, props to him. So mm-hmm. you had a post about good places to donate to? To donate, yeah. Did you get some good responses to yeah, that? Let me take a look at that. I know um, they're actually doing something at Coaches where you can actually go and donate um, some funds today. Well, well that's Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. yeah. So uh, let me see. What do you got here? I was told mm-hmm. not to donate to the Red Cross, that mm-hmm. it, that they uh, don't share all of the funds with where they need to go. Hmm. So I I did see that. Uh, yes, I saw Metro tweeting about that. Um I think it was last night he, he had already started to look and do some research so let me see okay so you see south shore christian church okay was mentioned uh another place called zervita ministries uh shelby giving uh Houston alumni of Cap Alpha Psi. Uh, let's see. One more on here. Uh, Houston mayor establishes Hurricane Harvey Relief Fund. And there's also one uh, J.J. Watt is doing as well. Got shout out to J.J. Watt. So those are a few of them that um, were listed to donate to in Houston that will use that money for the greater good of the people. Right on. Nice. nice. Houston Pets Alive is another one. Yeah, I've seen that one as well. There's a lot of pets. There was actually people that left their dogs and stuff chained up in the backyard. Really? Like, what type of people do that? That's that's messed up, man. Yeah. I'm a big pet person, too. Bread of Life Incorporated. Don't do that. (laughs) As well. (laughs) That's a good thing, Mike. Don't do that. You're not happy about that? No, because yours is uh, rooted in evil. No, comment. not at all. It is, man. <laughs> not <laughs> rooted at all. in evil. 
It's just a <laughs> strong thing to say. It's rooted, it's rooted, in, rooted in evil. evil. Yeah. <laughs> evil. But that's what's up. Appreciate y'all uh, reaching, uh, reading those um, locations, man. So hopefully they can, you know, draw up as much money as possible because I'm sure it's going to take a long time for them to uh, to get back to where yep. they were. So shout yep. out to everybody down in that area. Um, moving on, we all got a chance to uh, co- uh, get together this weekend. Um, a couple things were going on. But we also got a chance to do something that we had not done before. It's true. Together. Um, and we did the new old heads on golf. That's right. Uh, <laughs> a little putt-putt action. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it over to Spools because Spools – kind of curated this one and got us all together yeah but uh i i'd say it went uh rather well yeah, it was it was a lot of fun man it's a good time There's some pictures out there on the interwebs <laughs> of said golf um yeah. it was it was it was fun man i enjoy golf yes but, you know sean uh got some good pictures and hung out and drove the cart around really close up behind our cart every single time. Shout you know, out! Shout out to longe- yeah. longevity uh, bl- uh, yeah. blowing the transmission on uh, yeah. one of the that golf was, cars. That was spools, I had to right? dodge it. Yeah, I thought yeah. we. I thought we were the ones that blew the transmission. Well, he blew, he blew one when we weren't close to y'all. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mike, Spool- Mike was really uh, the governor of all the golf carts, basically. Yeah, Spool- he really had the best the, the course's best interest in mind. Yeah, spools definitely blew the transmission out on. Uh, the golf cart that they have. I think that was hole 16. No. He blew the trans out. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Everything okay. was fine. But Lone, though, um, <laughs> Lone actually was driving quite well. But he, the thing about uh, longevity with the cart is he, he wants to drive, do this, like, on, on tight bridges and stuff. Like, <laughs> if it's just open and we're going across the fair or whatever, it's cool. But as soon as there's something where there's a creek or there's uphill or there's a bridge, then we start seeing this. I, I just whip it because it's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> it was very, it was a very uh, unsafe atmosphere. You felt unsafe, but Were it you wasn't. Scared? It wasn't very an, scared. Wasn't yeah. an unsafe atmosphere. You just felt unsafe. <clears throat> no, it was very unsafe. <laughs> there was one hill there though. If if you took that hill wrong, yeah, you might have wiped out and caused mm. some damage. Me and Spools actually had this conversation. There. Yeah. If we, right. if I would not have gone down, it could have got path, ugly. If I would have stayed on the fairway and just yeah. gone down, it would have been bad news. Yeah, real bad news. This would have been a different <laughs> show. We probably might have had neck, neck braces, braces on and, and all that. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, no, no, man, it was a good time. It was good yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Spool, yeah. Spools can play, y'all. He he he's got a uh, really. he's got a nice he's got a nice fade off the tee. Um, on a good day. On a good day, which hole. was which was Saturday. Uh, he's got a Sunday. good or Sunday. Sunday. He's got a good fade. He's got a good fade off the tee, um, and he let me use his driver as well. So we're buddies now. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. Good chums. Yeah. Chums now. Terrence. Terrence had the. Uh, Terrence. Let me tell y'all. I, we'll tell you about DJ J Diff. He had the full. I'm talking about the full golf attire. Yep. Yeah, I, he, I can dress the part. Man. Yeah. <laughs> He had the <laughs> microfiber fifty dollar ish Under Armour polo. Under Armour polo. Let me it cook. Was from let Marshall's. me cook though. Let me cook though. It was from let me cook that automatically. Let me cook Marshall's. though. Let me yeah. cook though. Let me cook though. Go ahead. He had the fifty dollar Under Armour <laughs> um, uh, microfiber joint. It was gray. Um, he had the, the khaki slash microfiber shorts. Probably about retail. Probably about a buck fifty. Nah. And the they were deep, some, they were some ill shorts. Though. They were ill, right? Yeah. And he had a pair of Adidas. Um, I'd say retail seventy five to one hundred fifty dollars. And <laughs> that's a nice range, right yeah, there. Seventy five to one hundred fifty. Roughly like, like anywhere 70, between ten and five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, roughly. Either, it could have been either one pair or two pair. Yeah, yeah roughly seventy seventy five <laughs> to probably one hundred seventy five dollars retail, yeah. give or take. Okay. Uh, and he had a he had some Adidas socks on as well. No, I didn't. Uh, the belt, the belt had. You know, it was a it was like a sports belt, but it had like a big ass like buckle that had Adidas on it. Nah, <laughs> he's just making that shit up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he definitely, false news. He definitely dressed apart though. Nah, but no, nah, Lone was pretty much just trolling and taking videos uh, throughout the course of the eighteen. Uh, he did take he did take a couple shots though. We ain't gonna talk about those, but he did take a couple shots on eighteen. 
He did. Yeah. So he did. Yeah, your your game went too bad though. You you hit very straight. That's the goal. Even man. when you topped the ball, it went straight. That was yeah. mm-hmm. that's like a marvel. I've never seen anybody top a ball and it still gets off the ground and goes straight. Yeah. De- decent. Yeah. You know, I always I try to tell them out there, I can finagle my way around the golf course from time to time. But it's yeah, okay. good homes, man. They don't believe me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Spools, some... spools, spools are vouched for me, though. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good time. time. It's good. Guys got game. Yeah. So we, we, we are. has got game. Terry's got game. Yeah. This Long, is my first time playing this year. Yeah. Long will record it. And uh, we, we're going to go ahead and throw that challenge out to anybody. Um, I guess it, what will we say, Spools? The Indianapolis hip-hop scene. We're just going to keep it there. Sure. That wants that smoke uh, <laughs> on the golf course. Y'all come out and see us. You know what I'm saying? We we about that action uh, on the golf course. So anybody that raps, produces, sings, you can paint, art, whatever. Beatbox, whatever. Beatbox. Yeah, if you, you want any of that, if y'all want that smoke, smoke on the golf course, uh, go to bringingoutaband.com, leave a comment saying that you want that smoke. And, uh, <laughs> let's we'll, make let's make this an annual thing. Yeah, we'll, you know, if y'all want that smoke, go to the website yeah. and just find any post that you want and just post. We want that smoke. We'll get the notification. We'll find it. You can find me on Facebook. Y'all know where I'm at. Find Spools, Longevity, uh, DJ J Diff. It's just any comment. We want that smoke. We'll take care of the rest. Yeah, because so, I think we're gonna do this at least a few more times before. Oh yeah, this is this is yeah, yeah, man, yeah, for sure. It's, it's going down. Noh golf, yeah. noh golf, Metrodome too. If you want some of that smoke, <laughs> the golf, because I ain't forgot about you. And uh, I saw him at a trees, which we're going going to. But uh, now every now every time I see Metrodome, he's like, yes, you know what I'm saying. So he hit you with away. the fade. Yeah, he hit me with a fade. As soon as I saw him, I was like, what up, bro? He was like. Awesome, dude. Yeah, so that's... shout out to my homie Metronome, man. That's my guy. He ate your lunch. He did. I, I have no complaints. I, there's nothing I can say. I can't defer that one because y'all saw it. So <laughs> there's yeah. no deferment. Oh, you already deferred it earlier. Well, I mean, it well, was. You know, a... I've just been on my feet all day long and just been talking all day. <laughs> yeah. Is that what I sounded like? Kind of. <laughs> a little bit. Not t- completely. Whatever, yeah. man. Whatever, man. Speaking yeah. of trees. I mean, I'm sorry? I was, I'm done now. Okay. Yeah. You done making fun of me? Not for the episode, but for now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for telling them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, of course. Speaking of trees. We trees. Did, trees. Uh, Cheers and peace. We did We did trees. Um, Cut camp was in the building. Uh, DJ J. Diff had a dope set on the plaza stage. Yeah. Uh, DJ J. Diff also had a dope set as the DJ for Cut Camp. Thank you. I didn't yes, know I was in I, cut see, camp. I see you, Spools. That is a that is you made a very quick adjustment from episode to episode. Yeah. That's what's up right there. Even though we had controller issues, but yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, that. we still nobody knows. We know, but we nobody we know knows. they don't know. But uh, but you don't know. I don't know how to take where, where did Carlo at? I had to take my man to the crib. He was uh, he had a good time at Trees. Yeah, he was he was off the wine industry. <laughs> Inside joke. He had a good he had a good time though. But uh Treese was to me was very, very dope. Um I I saw or heard rumblings of a lot of people that for whatever reason were frustrated or mad about Treese or this and that about Treese. Nah, it's, about... it's just people that weren't on it. Oh, is that who it was? Okay. Well yeah. the people that weren't on it were for some reason mad this year that they weren't on it. I highly doubt that those people were as frustrated for the last two. Maybe it was popping this year. But um <laughs> Not actually is a kind of going thing, and we, oh, it's people are mad every year. Man, there's always something everybody's mad about. Like, okay, when we were doing a wrap up, we took a year off from doing a wrap up because it becomes asinine and annoying. Okay, when people um, expect you to include everybody, it's not possible. Facts. Right, and a little bit of little history. We, we when when Terry says the wrap up, it was a year end wrap up. Yes, where we compiled all the artists that have put out music the year before we being bringing down, bringing the, band, down the band right and we would put you know people could go on there and vote right you know and choose their favorites and we would have our throw in our two cents on top of it as well but anyways i just wanted to clarify yeah. that so. i mean it, it, there will be people that would be heard over it and there will be some people that would get a lot of votes that weren't really that great yeah honestly oh, okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, anybody can have a bunch of 
friends that can vote for them. Facts. Um, but I mean, that's just a popular vote. Right. That's not necessarily the accumulation of Realness. the popularity of your music and the greatness of your music or lack thereof. You know, so um, it becomes a headache having to deal with all of those egos focusing on that one thing. So with Treese, I think this year may have been the the most well-received. Um, I know we've covered it for the past three years. Um, this year, uh, I think Hot 96 got involved. Yes. Um, so the boom. Boom 102.9 got involved as well. The star covered it. Um, yeah. Andrew Barber came down and did a G note um, at the hi fi. Yeah. Shout out to or whatnot. Shout out to the homie. Mm-hmm. So. And, 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 and to to the point of him coming down, I was disappointed in one thing. What's that? I was disappointed in the fact that I did not see that many artists um, in his panel. And the reason I say that is I saw Diop. Um, I saw Diop there. There were a couple other artists there, but I'm talking about people that I'm familiar with, like that I know fairly well. So Diop was there, and he's just, he's locked in. Like, he's really trying to soak up a lot of the jewels because Andrew Barber is someone that has done enough to be able to make somebody sit down and listen to what he has to say. Like, he's he's accomplished enough to do that. Mm-hmm. And Diop was, there was no ego. He was like, hey, man. I know, uh, like, I want to hear this guy speak. Like, tell me about him. Do you know him, blah, blah, blah. And we got to talking about that. And he's like, yo, man, I'm excited to hear what he has to say. And then Jones, et cetera. I didn't see a lot of artists in there soaking up and taking those jewels about how to present your music, presentation, how important that is, follow-up, email, how the game has changed, what's popular now versus what it was 10 years ago, how things are presented now, how you submit music now, how it's, how, how it's reviewed, streaming, et cetera just a wealth of knowledge i i heard the opposite i heard there were a lot of people in there i didn't see i didn't see that i, know, many, I, I couldn't go because i was running that stage i didn't i didn't I see that many artists too. that i that i like i said so you have to exclude me in terms of people that i knew now i met a couple new people that i didn't know that were there so mm-hmm. perhaps there were more there were more artists there that i uh, that i didn't know hmm. but it was just dope man like he dropped a lot of now I said, I think that's very, very useful for today's artist. If you're today's producer, if you're today's artist, and you really want to see how you can progress and grow, those are the type of people that you want to bump elbows with and talk to, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. A lot of that has to do with, uh, I think, a lot of people today lack direction. They don't want anybody to put them on. They feel like they know everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I so agree. So that may be one of the qualms or a reason why you didn't see people you knew when i was when i was there i did see the people i thought that i would see okay going to that though okay you know so i think some people um i think draco was there you know some um, artists that took home some some knowledge yeah some, yeah some key key things to to do and uh to further their career and there's there's some things that um we try to do too on bringing out a band to kind of drop jewels here and there. Like we have the be a better artist yep. segment that kind of guides and gives you kind of like, you know, a platform outline on mm-hmm. what to do as far as being able to be and gain exposure out here on the blogs and in your music career. So yeah. Spools, I want to throw you, um, I want to throw it to you. He talked about, uh, <clears throat> J Diff talked about artists, um, quote unquote, knowing everything, right? Mm-hmm. Why do you think? And this is kind of a little bit off trees, but it kind of ties in. Why do you think the artists that are hip hop based, producers, rappers, etc. Um, why do you think the novice is the one that always thinks they know everything? Hmm. Why is it just rap? Like maybe that's rock I don't and roll. Think it's just rap. It's okay, just, maybe it's not just. That's rap. what we're familiar with because that's what we're around. Okay. So we don't we can't really speak for what happens in other genres as far as this is concerned. Spools, what do you think about the novice knowing everything? I think that's always been present to some degree. I think okay. just before we've probably ever been making music, you know. Um, but everything's easier to do now than, right. it, than it used to be. I mean, 
I was listening to, I think it was Redman talking about this, but um, yeah, because they were talking about disc records back okay. in the day. and Actual disc records. Yeah, like people making, you know, disses back and forth and actually getting it on the radio. Like the process to do that. Right. 20 years ago was really long. Right. Now, I mean, it's it's the the... I'm not going to say the culture has changed because I don't think that I think the true culture of hip hop has stayed, at least the way I see it, like pretty, you know, solid. It might not be as represented commercially right. as it used to be, but I mean, it's definitely, there's still plenty of heads out there, man. So, but, um, but yeah, man, I'd say it's, it's always present, but, but <coughs> because, so because of that, because it's so easy to do, I think. Maybe, maybe if there are more people like that nowadays, it's because of it's because of that. The accessibility. I'm on YouTube. Ah, uh, okay. I got yeah. X, Y, Z. You know, or yeah, yeah, blah blah blah. Number of views on my video. What can you tell me? Right. Well, a lot, but you know, and then you can go even further with that and say, because it's not just young people. It's not. No, nah, it's not. I'm you not. Know, it it like, has nothing to do with age. Yeah. Like this, and in this culture, it has nothing to do with age. There are people that have, you know, that might be our age group that still have the same approach that haven't done, you know, you, we've had this conversation before we've been around that situation before alone in terms of um, just being around the artists that just swear they know everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and haven't even put in the work or the time or the effort or even the attention to the craft to be able to tell someone like yourself, like there's not a lot of people that can just walk around and say, I'm going to tell longevity about how to make, beats and how to run a website and how to do this and that i'm like nah you can't just come up to these people and say these types of things and i'm not wrong when i say that because i know how i approach people that know more than i do right you know what i'm saying and i think that's a lost art now so when i hear people complaining about why didn't i get selected to this or why didn't i get selected to that or i know more in this and that, it's like you might not know as much as you think you do right and is that abs- fair to say? Absolutely don't, most likely. Right. Yeah, I, I think a lot of, especially when we talk about um, artists that didn't get selected. Right. You know, like, most of the times it's not personal. Right. I'd say pretty much all the time, I'm sure. It's, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, sure only, a couple... I'm sure there are a couple times where people are just like, you know what, this artist is going to bring the wrong type of crowd. What's the percentage you probably say, 90%? I would say the artist... That, that they don't select like that. Right. Probably low. Low. Okay. You know, okay. I mean, not, you know, like if you throw a show and a brawl breaks out, you're probably not going to get booked if you threw that show, show or you were a part of it. You That's know what fair. I mean? You know, That's like, fair. or something like that, which something like that happened recently there, in Indianapolis. So, there are actually a lot of younger artists, not just in indie, but nationwide, that I was reading a couple articles that are having a problem, an issue being booked. Mm-hmm. For that Be- reason, for that exact reason, yeah. everybody wants to rage, and venues are like, "Okay, yeah. no." You know, like, I heard at the NBA Young Boy that he actually has been telling people at these venues to fight and do stuff. I that's guess. corny. I that's corny to me, but that's, though, man. You know, that's like corny to me. So there, there's two sides of it. One, sure, the kids are like, "Yeah, that's cool," right? But then that's where the knowledge comes comes from. That's where sitting into a, something where Barbara's talking. Right. Where he says, well, you know, he's going to drop some gems on you. Look, if you want to get booked at a venue like this and you have a history you, and people know you for doing these things. Right. If the venue looks you up or the person booking looks you up, they're going to they're going to weigh the options. They're going to say, well, this person brings this clientele. Right. Or this person. And that could go multiple ways as well when it I say could. clientele. But mm-hmm. um, they are going to invoke this type of stuff. Right. This, this is who they represent. How do they, you know, like. Who you are and all these things matter as an artist. You can't, it, you can just float by free and do it like that if you want, but you know, you, you have to be, to be knowledgeable of those things. You got to have, you have to have to understand these things. You know, that's just a small piece of it, I guess. But sure. overall, I think it was a very dope event, though. As do I. Oh, yeah, man. Um, I had yeah. a blast. As, as do I. Every year, you know? Yeah. Yeah, screw all that negative stuff. I, I think it was a great event for the third year in a row. It was yep. greatly positive. You know, every I had a good time seeing a ton of people that I, I ran into a ton of people, a, a lot of people that I yes. don't get to see on a regular basis. Right. So, you know, it was good to 
see that and see everybody enjoying themselves. I didn't see any. I didn't see any type of negative energy really at all. Nor and, did I. You know. Like, Nor did I. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it was great. It was it was a great event. You know, and we had the plaza bringing down the band and academics and it was grooving. We had everybody grooving all day. So that's I yeah, speak that's on fun. that. I speak on that because that's pretty much where I was all day. I only got to see like. Yeah, one song from three other acts, but yeah, I think I might have seen only people I've seen Saturday. We walked on uh, were D uh, Op and Man Dog. Yep, caught them at the end. That was good. Uh, Sunny Paradise, backed by um, what was the band? He was uh, no, oh, I just saw that today, and I don't remember. He was at uh, oh, he was at Square Cat, Cat Vinyl, but um, the band there was a band uh, that was there. I can't think of. I can't call the name. I either. apologize. Yeah, um, but they. Were really dope. They got down. Um, Sonny I was pretty a, much on the uh, in uh, Fountain Square Plaza all day as well. Right. Um, everybody there did a really good job. Um, shout out to the Decademics DJs. Yes. And, uh, yes. The producers. I mean, everybody had a good time. Like it seemed like everybody was having fun. Yeah. It wasn't like a forced interaction or anything. Everybody was genuinely having fun out there. It felt like the plaza was kind of like you, you had your section down by the uh, White Rabbit where, you know, you had artists check in or if you purchase tickets or whatever. They had some merch that was down there that was dope. Yeah. I need one of them tree T-shirts, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a poster, man. I, definitely one of the posters. Um, but it felt like the Fountain Square, the sta- I mean, not the square, but the plaza. It felt like that stage was almost like the hub. It was kind of like... People were in and out of that all day. Yeah, like, I saw like people leave and come area. back. Yeah, I saw little kids. I had I, I was blown away. I got a chance when I was doing my beat set. I got a chance to actually pay attention. Mm-hmm. And then when you see people that I've never met in my life, just out there kind of dancing and grooving, you see little kids walking around. They were doing it on his set, mm-hmm. your set. Um, it was just a good atmosphere to see that. I saw people pop up that came out for a second, and they would go to another event check somebody else up yeah out and come I'll right look back. up they're right back out there at the mm-hmm. plaza stage you know what i mean like it, yeah. it felt like it was kind of like the hub for the for the whole event you know it's what I'm like i saw oreo he made a post and he said he essentially called it the heartbeat yeah and it's kind of really what it is it's where everybody goes because it's like you said it's the all ages place yeah it's one place that you know like the all age venues are during the day yep at night it's the 21 plus venues but the plaza stayed open till about about 11 Levenish, yeah. So that's where everybody kind of mingled to until it closed down. So it was yeah. a good, just good, carefree atmosphere, man. Just to see a lot of people get together and just enjoy music, mm-hmm. enjoy art, enjoy skill, mm-hmm. right? Like those were. It was just an overall. I think it was just an overall good vibe. I'm glad you said also. You know, Premium skip, Blend was the band. I, I just, Premium yeah, Blend. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout to Premium Blend. Um, but I'm glad you said. Alone, you talked about screw all the negative stuff, which is right because yeah. at the end of the day, this event was very, very positive. Yeah, and it's much needed here. Um, <laughs> I agree. And shout out to Oreo Jones and the Paris that be that continue to put this on. Yes. Um, yep. I'm sure this this isn't the end. Oh, I mean, it's not. Even it's, if even if he doesn't have anything to do with it, it's been confirmed. Yeah. There will be a four. Yeah, it's uh, Brookings and uh, Sirius are going to do it. Cool. Word. Word. So. It's not the end, so people, uh, if you want to be on Trees next year, start planning now. Get yeah. Your, get your press kit together. Get it together. <laughs> get your sets together. Yeah. Start making those good relationships. <laughs> Stop being a dick. Yeah. That was not going to work too well when you're trying to get at it to, you know, you know a festival. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, the, uh, I didn't get a chance to catch, which I'm, I was kind of mad about, I didn't get a chance to catch... Uh, the fam, what I call the fam set, the cut camp set. I saw a video, though. Mm. I saw Lone uh, did a new joint off his album that Terry and I pretty much had the AR. Yeah, we A&R, him doing, bullied them into yeah. doing it. Yeah. I um, sat down in a chair. And yeah. it, that's fine. You know, we had it, to, it worked. That's fine. <laughs> and an ace rolled up on a bicycle right next to me. Yeah. So there's that. Well, a lot ace. of dope sets. Yeah. I heard Pope's set was really nice. Yeah. So I wasn't able to check that out. Her maxis was good as nice. well. I caught um, one of Flacco's joints, one of Ghost Gun Summers, and uh, yeah, one definitely. of Clint Breeze. So I, I Clint didn't get Breeze, this. I didn't he get had this, his band with him too, right? Yeah, yeah, the okay. group. I, I saw Sleepy. 
I, yes, I was sleepy. I didn't actually get to see Sleepy Play, but I did. Uh, I watched Kinetic and uh, Rusty through the the window at Pioneer. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, New Way was full of energy too. Shout yeah, out yeah, to yeah. them. Shout so. out to Kinetic in that uh, in that suit though. The full white piece, yeah, with the cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Mr. that Jr. suit. Yeah, that Jr. Had, from Dallas. He was walking around. Uh, he had a different swag in that suit. So, we want to shout out to uh, Kinetic with that. Uh, 12-piece suit that he had on. You said a 12-piece? Uh, he had, Kinetic had on, let's see, he had a tie, dress shirt, pants, He had ruffles on his jacket. Ruffles on his jacket. Maybe another, like a couple vests. <laughs> a couple a of couple joints. Saying? He had a white hat. What are the joints Cowboy that, hat. What are the joints that spurs. you have? Spurs. <laughs> you have spurs. <laughs> you have white spurs. Stirrups. <laughs> Those. Mm-hmm. Some thick and thin he socks. Has, he had some of those. Um, he probably <laughs> had on four or five different belts. <laughs> Mr. Connect was getting in with that suit, though. Yeah. Yeah. He had His swag was different, too. He started, you know, he started talking like, yeah, brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, his swag was different. So, maybe he was in character. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, it's that's possible. I, I think he DJs this event every year where he dresses in all yeah, white. Yeah, an all white event. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, later that night. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I before... Later. That night. I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Spools, Spools missed. I think you missed everything. I didn't, everything. Get, I didn't get down sets. there until about eight forty-five. Yeah, 830. we had, we had pretty much all gone on. But was out on a boat. All yeah. Day, on a out. boat. It was nice. We got nice. there about fifty eleven p.m. About that. About that, that time. Yeah. About that I, time. First time I saw Spools that night. Uh, so like, what up, man? He's like, Yo, man, I'm sorry, I missed your set. I said, Don't worry about it, bro. He's like, Where's my badge at? I said, damn, do I have to go I get it? I did not like, say that. There's <laughs> do, no way I said that. Do I have to that go get it? That don't even sound like something Spools would no. say. Hey, I, I got scared. I was like, damn, Spools going to make me walk all the way down here and get his badge. Actually, what I said was, I go, give me your badge. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds more like it. Yeah. yeah. You know, Spools is a savage, low key. No, but I got I got there later. later. It was. It's always good, man, to get down there and see. Um. You know, we've all been making music for a while in the city or part of music. So there's right. cats that I used to see at shows every other weekend that I, that I don't go out as much anymore, don't do quite as much music that I don't get to see. So um, it was good to see everybody. I went and caught Strong Roots, so shout to Strong Roots. Yeah, um, that video. Ace really had his bike on that set too, didn't he? He did indeed have his bike with his mags. Uh, shout to uh, Clinic and Jo opened it up. It was dope. Uh, my man Jo, by the way, is releasing a video Friday. That, yes, that I think people will, will really enjoy off the grown man business album called yeah. Barbecue. Jay always uh, posted up at the plaza. I dope. saw him a lot. Uh, Clinic, yeah. shout out to my man Clinic. Definitely, they sounded good. Sun sounded dope. Hodge Prime, um, Black Eddie. You know, everybody no, sounded good. Um, and then Cut Camp, yeah, that was fun. I didn't really do much. Just kind of. Did we have a grit sighting? I didn't see. Uh-huh. I wasn't there. Did we get a grit sighting? Yeah, he, he, he showed had up. to be there. He was on the cut camp set. That don't mean that. No, I. You know, he showed up. Chris playing sixty bands, so I he, ain't know. He literally played at five uh, right down the street at Garfield Park, so he got there. At That's what I was saying. Yeah, Grits. You know, he, he play. He plays in so much stuff. That's why I literally was like, I don't know if he's gonna make it or not. So we did have a grit sighting. He showed up. Nice. Nah, we knew Grits was gonna show up. Okay, I know he playing so much stuff, man. I don't know. So, I actually had that grits. problem at Treese before. Um, the first two, definitely the first one, I DJed for three different groups. Oh, yeah. for real? So, Cut Camp was last, and we ended up going on late. Yeah. Because Strong Roots, the Pizza King stage was running late. Yeah. And they were like kind of back to back, which kind of yeah. sucked. This year's nice, man. I got to show up and do your thing. Hang out, man. And yeah. yeah. That's And that's another thing to, I'll say about See this some year. Folks talk. That, you know, this is the third year. And I've been a part of the back end of it for three years. But it's, uh, I talked to a lot of people that ran stages this year. And they're just like, yeah, it was really smooth. It was really smooth. Everything ran on time. Da, 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 da. In the past, wasn't necessarily always the case. Right. But but no, man, yeah. many thanks to Oreo. And, you know, thanks to Sirius and Brookings for taking, taking it and running, running with it. Um, it's a great event. Absolutely, know, three years in a row for the city. And... Much thanks to Sean for uh, Oreo for dedicating his time to this. Yes, because this is not a <laughs> you know, and we know that, but it's it's not easy to uh, put so much time and effort 
into things that uh, he's an artist first. Let's go ahead and put that out there. Sean's a, Sean's an MC and a performer and a and an artist. You know that's what he does. Right. He put trees together. It's kind of a labor of love in a sense. Right. You know it's you don't have to do that. Right. You know so that's uh yep. much thanks to him. Definitely for, for, for the culture. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is the epitome of what you what you would call um, putting off with the culture. This is, this festival is the epitome of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, how many, how many festivals do you get uh, in a city this size? I'm not saying Indianapolis is the biggest city or whatever, but a festival that is strictly for artists here. Right. That features artists here that helps develop artists here. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, everything is homegrown. Right. You know, you, you get a few exports here and there, like right. performers or speakers like, you know, Barbara or whatever. Or I think we had a producer that was from Evansville. Right. But it's Indiana. But it's still Indiana. Everything's yeah. Indiana. Right. I mean, still we Indiana. did have a we had, we had uh, I think Dottie Sachs. Is that her name? Dottie yeah, Sachs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's from Chicago. Right? She's from Chicago. And then there was a group of. Uh, Is that who was on MCs. before? No, that, no. That, they were from St. Louis. OK. Right. Yeah. OK. OK. But I mean, overall, I mean, it's still Midwest. Yeah. And all the artists out here in Indy, um, surrounding areas, um, this is definitely a wake up call for you to cultivate these relationships with the the people that are running with the torch, so to speak, here in Indy. Yep. To help move you, you know, in front of more people and get you more exposure and I mean, just give you the opportunity to do you? Yep. Yeah, for sure. The people were out, so you can't say, um, you know. I think about it. I don't know what the crowds are going to be like, or I think about it. I don't know if the exposure is worth it, or if the exposure is going to. No, it's not any of that. I saw people everywhere. I mean, I was telling people that weren't on it that are that are like out here doing music. Right. That even if you're not on it, you should be here. Absolutely. To you know rub elbows with people and different artists you might pick up something that you never thought about or you might see somebody else's energy on stage and that might motivate you to do better i mean it's all a yep. it's all about growing i mean there's artists that performed at trees that shut shit down that were performing at like uh writer's block two three years ago maybe even longer yeah, and that was like their first time performing. Yep. And now to see them on this level, and they're able to command a room like that—that's impressive. You yep. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, no doubt. For sure. Yeah, I think it's a um, <clears throat> just a good opportunity overall. It's a good opportunity overall to Terry's point to just grow. Like my uh, a friend of mine, my homie Pac, he, he's a, he's a rapper. He's from Anderson. I saw him when I got there. I saw him when I left. And I said, what, what What are you on, man? What are you doing? He was like, man, you told me about trees last year. And I hate that I didn't go because I saw videos. I saw this. I heard about this and that. He was like, there's no way that I wasn't going to be here this year. And he had a speaker. He had a kind of like a handheld type stereo joint that had speakers on it. He was just walking around. He had his, he had his album in there playing it. He had a backpack full of CDs, like old school, like on the ground. I'm on the I'm on the battlegrounds, like actually out here. Yep. I saw him walking up to people, introducing himself to people. I, hell, I got inspired. I introduced him to anybody that I knew. Right. Like, yo, this is my man. He's nice. He's doing this. He's doing that. And I'm like, that's the lost element. You don't mm-hmm. see people Absolutely. that are just humble. Like, yo, I'm. I, this is what I do. I rap. I do this, I do that. <laughs> Take this, listen to it. Here's my contact information. Here's my website. Here's whatever. Just let me w- know what you think. I'm looking for feedback. Here, you can listen to it now. Like yeah. everybody that's, to Spool's point earlier, the people that have the YouTube followers, they're too good for that. Yeah. Like they're too good to they be like. They might have paid for those followers. They might have paid for them. But it's, they're too good for that. It's like, nah, yeah. I don't want to do that. And it's. You know, I, I just it's good to I, see I appreciate it. Seeing, yeah, I like no that. I appreciated that. That have a good attitude about it, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, and that's definitely an event to um, to meet a lot of people. I mean, literally, 
you know, I've been doing hip hop for in Indianapolis for eight, ten years, something like that. And all and people that I remember meeting when I first started getting into it. I mean, I remember DJing for Oreo, mm-hmm. like just at shows, right. you know, seven years ago. Yeah. And, you know, it's just cool, you know, seeing Grey Granite, um, you know, Jay Moore, um, all these folks that, you know, are near and dear to me that I don't get to see uh, that often is awesome. You know, shout, out, so. shout out to Jay Moore. I think Jay Moore, and I always, I always tell him this, um, he's, he's, he's the equivalent to me of somebody that would be like a really, really dope rapper that was from Indianapolis that's just... He's from St. Louis. I'm talking about that's been here, that's been in in this community. Like, he reminds me of a rapper that would be from Indianapolis. Okay. That's, like, really, really just popular and and, um, embraces the culture, even though he's not from here. I don't think he, I don't think he's appreciated enough in terms of how open and friendly that he is and how he supports everything. Yeah. I think he is appreciated. Th- I, ho- I hope so. That's what I'm saying. I hope so. I if mean, Jay Moore is a so. staple. Good. He deserves that. Yeah. I'm trying to give him shine because I see him everywhere. Yeah. And he's always talking to artists and he's always supporting. He's always copping something. And he's always, you know what I'm saying? He's yeah, always the voice. The Always the voice. Yeah. No matter, yeah. the, no matter the quote unquote climate or whatever, whatever the situation is, I just look up and he's always there or he's heading there. Yeah, you if you don't appreciate that, Jay Moore, you're an asshole. You, you can get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you don't appreciate Jay Moore, man, we we pretty much gonna call you an asshole. Yeah, yeah. You gotta gotta appreciate those pre- appreciate. Those oh, wait, man, you the got me. You the got me. Gotta if appreciate those panels. Appreciate, appreciate <laughs> to, be, to be Pacific. You gotta be very Pacific Ocean. Hey, man. You gotta I, gotta appreciate the people behind the scenes. So you know, you know, a big thanks to, to DJ Metronome. He supplied yes. all the sound for the plaza. You know, definitely. He's he's obviously worked with me on putting that stage together the last three years. You know, music, this is, the Trees was a benefit for Musical Family Tree. Yes. Um. So all the people that they had working on the back and for all that, you know, as well, you know, textbook, uh, JP, uh, tons of people, you know, Aaron from MFT, uh, Rob, um, you know, shouts to all those people too. So there's lots of people behind the scenes doing a lot of, a lot of big things. So. Indiana Jones. Yep, Indiana shout Jones. Out, shout absolutely. Indiana Jones. He did, he did a great job of, uh, uh, speaking and introducing, uh, Barbara at his yeah. G note. He so. also has the, the mix on the Shade drive. 45. Yes. The drive. Yes. Which is huge when you think about it. Um, all Naptown stuff. All Naptown stuff so. on that platform. Mm-hmm. Priceless. Yeah. yeah. That's priceless. So yeah, big shout out to the homie. Uh, Indiana Jones, that's big. I got a chance to see Top Speed. You know, that's always a homie. Genius. Yeah. On the tables, man. So, on the ones and twos, he's dope. That's the Jedi. Man. Just sitting all, man. Like, it's crazy. I think, you know, as DJs, you definitely, it means something to be able to, like, work with Speed. Yeah, I, th- I almost think that if... It's like a rite of passage. Yeah, if, if Speed didn't show you something or you didn't learn something from Speed, then... You ain't out here DJing? I'm not gonna take it that far, but he has a very he's had a very big reach among us. And yeah, like, um, been very influential, helpful for sure. So I didn't yeah. get to see, speed, but if that's what you like want to say, speed. Mike, I, don't get to I mean, see you know, I, that's that's the stamp stamp though. If he drop a jewel on you, he, those are the those level of guys. You know what I'm saying you get a top speed if he drop any jewel you can get from a dude like that. You know what I'm saying the Indiana Jones that could drop a jewel on you. You got to take that and run with it. Yeah. Know? And shout out to the young gun DJ Prince. Yes, sir. You know, I was just, very impressed. He just came off a tour with uh uh J D. Nice. He's the opener. Yeah, he's the opening um tour DJ. Um he's also been with I believe Jazzy Jeff on his latest project, the uh playlist. I think he was out yeah. there. I hadn't seen him before. I was very, very impressed. He yeah. did well. I was very, very impressed. The kid has a gift, man. I I think it's good that he's that young. And that he's that focused. You and I talked about that mm-hmm. uh, kind of uh, on Saturday. It's like you you utilize the, the opportunities that you get. If there's a DJ school when you're that age, utilize it. Right. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I wish it was something around like that. Yeah, like, you know, but it's and dope. He's, and he's a Decademics graduate. Yeah, he's a yeah. graduate. You know, so. <coughs> so to 
to see that come to fruition is dope. Uh, do we know the name of the hat that we have? I know we got to wrap up here. It's the tree. Did we had some other music stuff to talk about? Uh, we got Action Bronson, Chopped the Dope Project, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Planet Asia, and Apollo, Apollo Brown, Brown. Chopped the Project. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know if Buddy, I'm... Buddy drop, uh, drop Magnolia. Nice. Okay. I think it's called. I think Magnolia's been out for a minute, though, I think. Or is I don't it think a, so. Is it a new new one? It's new. It came out like Friday, I think. Okay. So he must have dropped another one then. Did you not hear me say there's no name? It's the tree dad hat. Wow. Spools was wrong. No, no, I mean, the, I the mean there, there's no name on it, but yeah. that's what it's called. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, man. <laughs> did we have something else, though, that I forgot? Mayweather no. is 50 and 0. Well, yeah, he is 50 and 0. And I just want to say this real quick. It's real strange that people that are like super American and rah, rah, rah oh, was man. rooting for Conor McGregor. That's kind of weird to me. We can yeah. definitely go into that on episode four. Yeah, we can go into that later. Yeah. That's funny. But that's just very weird to me. Yeah. Mm. Am I missing anything else? I'm Good. just a big fan of Irish men. Yeah. You like, you like Irish whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> What's your fave? I like Jameson. <laughs> Good answer. Whatever. <laughs> DJ Spools, Longevity, DJ J. Diff. We are the new old heads. I am Major 7th. Bring it down to band.com. No bad ideas. Coleman Dental, Printfinity. Please go to bring it down to band.com. We got plenty of stuff going on in our Patreon site as well. Please come join. We got a lot of good, actually great stuff to provide and give out. Yeah. Shouts to Corey Evans, our latest subscriber. Big Charlie, we appreciate yeah. you, homie. We appreciate you joining the fam and joining the community. This is going to wrap up episode 44, and we will see you next week. Peace. Peace. Holler. Goodbye.